Hey guys, welcome to episode 249 of the podcast with Boy of Summer, Mike Furman. This is so long overdue, it's not even funny. Uh, I have been wanting to podcast Mike since I started Boys of Summer, and uh, he's just one of my favorite people. I never see him, but boy, if I got to come into work every day and uh, and hang out with Mike Furman, life would be very sweet indeed. Um, I can't say enough good things about him. I can't say enough good things about his wife, Donna Furman, uh, Donna Fineglass. You probably have heard her on the podcast. If you haven't, I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to the episode with her and Danielle Schneider. They are both marvelous, and uh, I think you'll enjoy this i i do a lot of laughing on this one so if you're not a fan of me laughing you can go ahead and skip this guy right now but don't do that to yourself because even if you don't like my laugh you'll love mike um enjoy this i hope to see some of you at comic-con uh in san diego this upcoming next week i will i'm gonna try to still crank out um a podcast episode but i'm gonna be pretty busy um from now up until that point and uh, and getting there earlier in the week. Um, I think my first public thing is a panel for Stand Against Evil on Thursday. And I'll also be doing a Corey-related Dark Horse event on Sunday and then some stuff in between. So I'll keep you guys posted on social media, God willing. Um, That's it. Enjoy the episode and uh, I will talk to you soon. Now entering Nerdist.com. like white house centric all i do is talk about the white house i won't talk about the current presidency yeah i just talk about little tidbits to do with the white house history about like the art yeah i would say it's predominantly uh like fine china oriented oh so i don't know how much you bring to the table knowledge wise uh fine fine (laughs) that's a really good point yeah god Uh, i think that happens maybe that happens not just with me but with everyone that you're friends with which is i my punning prowess uh-huh. like there's just an activation button that gets hit somewhere inside my brain that i don't have any control over yeah. that it's like oh i oh i'm with mike Furman. i better <laughs> i better involuntarily and subconsciously immediately start punning i'm so or, sorry <laughs> i'm so deeply deeply sorry it's so how dare sad. you how dare you be sorry yeah <laughs> oh no don't even for a second you know who's uh do you know zach sherwin no, I don't think I do. Oh, he's the master of wordplay. I aspire oh, yeah. to be like Zach Sherwin's wordplay. He's do ridiculous. You, is that something that you that you've always sort of? I mean, that's you. You strike me as one of those people. I've known you a long time, but I obviously haven't known you your whole life. Hmm. And you strike me as someone who it's not like, oh no, I was I used to be this guy, and then I had this crazy awakening when I was twenty five and right. realized I was this other guy, which does happen. Like I was a doctor and like, just did so much medical <laughs> yeah. wordplay that they're like, yeah. you should probably skip the doctoring <laughs> part and just go do wordplay for a living. People are dying on the table as you are punning, sir. Yeah. So please yeah. pursue your other talents and gifts. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, you know what I mean? You're, you're, I think uh, it's not like somebody who knew you in high school that you haven't seen since then would go, Mike, you're so different. What happened? Right. Yeah, I think <clears throat> that stuff is like, I think my dad is all super wordplay guy, or was. I remember that being like, you know, but I think that's also like just dad jokes. Right. So I might have just <laughs> prematurely right. launched into dad jokes uh-huh. at age like 20, <laughs> which, you know, is just 
to me, it feels like uh, unless it's really a good one, and there aren't that many, uh-huh. uh, it feels like low hanging fruit. And I'm usually like, I feel ashamed for making <laughs> like unless there's like. I a think third that shame does it. creep into the presentation of said puns. That's yeah. true for many of us. That's yeah. sort of like a uh, slight word vomit mutter. That's like, <laughs> well, maybe. It maybe like I'm in company initial... where someone will m- kind of lift me back up after right. saying this rather than <laughs> knocking me down further. Or or the other way that like it's so surface level that you need to find some more like substance pretty quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> you'll be stuck on this like stratosphere of just like what word sounds like another word. <laughs> um, but did you, is that something that you, uh, I mean, like obviously we both loved Weird Al growing up. Yeah. And that that to me is, you know, there are things... Obviously, like no one, I mean, people aren't necessarily so two dimensional that that's, you know, oh, how would you define yourself? Well, I liked Weird Al. I mean, I can also say, you know, I was listening to Weird Al appreciatively and still listening to, you know, The Cure. Yeah. So obviously it wasn't just one track, but um, but that's a really good like using Al as kind of a good go to for like a shorthand. Definitely. Because that's because wordplay is such a big part of. Uh, I feel like music comedy, you get you get a lot of bang for your very quick little like three word buck. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think that is a lot of it for sure. Did you write parody songs to be like Al when you were growing up? Did I write what? Was Did it? you ever write parody songs when you were little? I wrote, let's see, yes, and uh, my very first. It was the very first song I ever wrote. I think it might have been the very first. Was uh, there was a Duran Duran song <laughs> called Notorious? First of all, no, no. I, w- I really want. <laughs> I want to thank you for being for assuming that many people don't know that. I do have some younger <laughs> listeners. It's possible that they don't. Yeah. I almost feel like you said it like it was way more obscure than it is. <laughs> I don't know. These days, I feel like... I guess it is. Yeah. No, there was no, something called Notorious. color television. Yeah. So, the yeah, Notorious was a song. And I wrote um, a song about a kid who's so bad all year long that uh, he's on Santa's naughty list called No Toys for Us. <laughs> and I don't remember any of the words, darn it. But, yeah, it was all about... No. No, no toys. <laughs> One of the things that I love about that is the idea of a child. It's kind of a saucy song. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the sort of like, there is that kind of like dark, you know, like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to so many of Duran Duran's songs. And while I could not give you any of the lyrics right now, the song is called Notorious. Yeah. I feel like this song, and again, could be wrong. Yeah. If I had to assume memory serves it's kind of like a watch out for her guys she is sauce like she's a man eater right. not to mix uh yeah. other songs into <laughs> it but yeah and so the idea of you being like let me go ahead and give my take on this yeah it's about being naughty on santa's list something yeah. there's some there's a weird through line that feels like appropriate it's funny you know what? i'm actually trying to think of the words right now and to me, they're just nonsense. <laughs> it's like, you own the money, you control the witness. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Don't, Don't monkey, monkey with, with the business. business. Oh, monkey business. Yeah. All right. Make a profit to justify your reasons. I know you're lonely, but I don't believe it. So I'll do it again. What? Oh, <laughs> I don't. I think follow. that might be, first of all, 100% the right lyrics. Maybe. Still, they don't make sense. Nope. <laughs> what if you didn't realize it, but it was just an adult's way of talking about being on Santa's naughty list? <laughs> Just basically written oh the exact God. same song. Like, oh, I, oh, I write parodies, and then it's just like a slightly tweaked version of what the exact song is about. Oh my God, that's actually very tempting. You it, it's production. very tempting. You've got the nicest. 
Some conversation. Some conversation. Yeah, Santa would have been a giveaway, but yeah. Oh my God, That's I great. really want. I wish that you and I had both had more free time because the idea of writing a parody album where all we're doing is just like slightly altering the lyrics of yeah. songs that and giving the exact same meaning all the way through. I've wanted to. You know, what I've wanted to do for a long time. There, I have. My brain is full of little tiny, like, if I ever get half an hour, I'm right, going to do this. Right, right. But I've wanted to do this for like 10 years. Right. And so like, it's clear that this thing just, but it's just a, it's like a comet thought. It's like it's an like, alternate universe half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It intrudes on our dimension every couple of months <laughs> and then it flies back to the other dimension. Um, but uh, this is one I've always wanted to do. Uh, am I going to forget what it is now? Did it just that, make that? Well, quick that's of a usually flyby? how that works. Because <laughs> yeah. you um, made oh, such an adorable. Yeah. It was uh, to take English lyrics to write a song, feed them into Google Translate into yeah. another language, and then feed that translation back into Google Translate and come back with whatever English. That's like, perfect. Kind of like the room script. Yeah, with, yeah. You know, yield. We could just do that with a f- series of American songs and that would put be great. them and cycle them through like Japanese or something, and then Who's come the out and then sing that, those then? songs. Is Google Translate the author? Oh, that's a really good question. It's almost like yeah, if you took know. darts and just threw them at a board, did you write the song? Like, yeah. They land on words. Yeah. Do you have to credit like, you know, whatever dart company? This is, I'll tell you what, this is new media. This yeah. is, these are the, these are the wonderful loopholes and like dark shadowy recesses where yeah. we don't know uh, what Ch- the rules are. Yeah. It's like it's chaotic creativity. Wild West. Yeah. So our first cover will be Wild Wild West by the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> oh, wow. It will be about a Western area <laughs> that is a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Oh, my God. Because I love I love uh, broken up English that you like configure, not even necessarily poetic, but just yeah. like, oh, I see what you're saying. If you piece those words together. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, the king of that is like going to Japanese dollar stores and the adorable stationery that they have. I mean, that was sort of my first understanding of it in San Francisco, like 20 years ago going yeah. to Japanese bookstores and, and being like, oh my gosh, this kitten in this teacup, how adorable. Yeah. And then underneath it, it would say something like, the sun's goodness means well, right. eat it all. <laughs> like, what is that? Yeah. Wow. What is, yeah. how and beautiful, yet, how and beautiful and true. Yeah, you're forced to find poetry in it and yeah. be like, oh, what could that mean? Oh. That's so sweet. Okay, yeah. this is an, ex- we're going to do an exercise. And I, this is, I'm really putting you through your paces uh, because I do want to point out that you did throw your back out and I'm just hanging out at your house with you, you uh, are, yes. trying to distract you. Your listeners should know how nice you are to have traveled across town to my place to set up your podcast here while I lounge on the couch because I have no choice but to lounge on the couch. If there ever was a person that I would never have to question the legitimacy or guilt feeling that person had when they absolutely did not need to, it's you. Thank you. You are the last. It's not like you. It was like fade done away. She was like, "Um, I've thrown my back out. If you could just come to me yeah. and pick up X, Y, Z on the way." Yeah, it was. It was either this or because uh, I can't uh, quite get dressed, so I'd have to, and I can't drive, so I'd have to Uber over naked. And I figured, <laughs> I figured you, if you're going to talk about what's in front of you, maybe it's better to talk about me lounging than like. So Mike's at my place. Toads in the buff. Weirdly, and the Uber driver is still here. I'm yeah. not clear why he was I'm also even, invited in. Yeah, I'm already paid. We're like, he's just on his own time. Now. Yeah. Yeah. The, the I will say yesterday, you, um, or the day before yesterday, day before yesterday, you mm-hmm. were so sweet. You were like, you know what? It was like the, the sort of text of me 
because I've so been there and done the exact same mm. thing where I'm reluctant for a number of reasons. Number one, I'm excited to see a friend. Number two, you know, I don't want to be the person who backs out on something. Right. And number three, I also just don't want to be in pain. I don't want it to be real or right. true. Right. So well, I, I think I can power through it yeah. uh, on a selfish level. And the process of you being like, well, you know, I'm moving a little slow, but I will be there yeah. to like, yeah, I mean, this isn't great. What I'm experiencing is not great. I will, I am, I will be late. I'm okay, done. I can't put my clothes on. Yeah, I was, that <laughs> little like, well, that is me trying to downplay walking to the bathroom for 20 minutes, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get to the bathroom. No. And like the last, is like the final scene in a horror movie where I'm just like crawling, yeah. both my legs are gone. I'm just like, ah! Everything, I've been doing basically the, the climactic moment where Wolverine's like, ah! With like reaching over to get a banana. <laughs> if you had those claws, though, you could pull your upper body. You could sort of use your oh. upper body strength to pull yourself along more. That's true. You could just have a doctor give you some sort of paralyzing shot in your spine from right. about mid back. But it would never make it past my of... uh, adamantium. Oh yeah, my, skull, my skeleton's lying. Yeah, way to get real. Yeah. <laughs> did you read comics when you were? Uh, I did not read comics. Um, uh, you, you seem like somebody that. That's so funny. Now I'm making an assumption about you about assumptions people would make about you. That's getting really <laughs> meta. Yeah. I can see someone assuming you were a comic book reader and then right. you have to be the person that's like, mm, no, that's again, kind of going with the whole like, well, if you like this, this and this, you must have done this, this and this. Right. And having to be like, no, right. that's actually not. No, I didn't. Yeah. No, I think I, I, I was definitely into movies like like superhero-y movies and stuff but yeah i never got into comic books i don't know why like i like them and there's something about them though that i can't i read really slowly so reading is not the most fun for me um but yeah that's I a bunch think, of pictures what's that but did you have friends who were really into it because for me they were so tangential to any people i was close to that it seemed like a thing other people got to do like right. it wasn't even something that entered into like i don't remember making the decision i mean i loved mad magazine sure you know what i mean yeah oh yeah I but like that's magazine. what was in front of me i was never in front of, I, I never turned my nose up at someone else's yeah. you know superman comic book right no and i wouldn't either and and i just uh i honestly i don't know if i knew where the comic book store was yeah exactly and, that's and what like, i'm saying I just, it was yeah. just too peripheral for yeah. reality and i remember actually i remember when i was a little kid i would read like donald duck comic books and like random <laughs> they made comic books out of like everything but uh yeah, no, I think... Um, I forgot that there were Disney. There oh, would be, yeah. yeah. Casper, was, the Friendly Ghost comic oh books. Oh, my God. Now that you're saying that, I'm having this flood of realization that I think my cousin's old Casper and, like, Huckleberry Hound... Okay, yeah. ...books were... Comic books were were something that my grandparents, my dad's parents, kept around. Oh, yeah. And that I would kind of flip through. Only they didn't realize they were comic books. They thought they were the news. Yeah. They just thought it was like, yeah, that ghost is up to it again. <laughs> Look at what he's done. They were weirdly sheltered. I was not. They That's were right. weirdly sheltered. You're like, don't say anything to my grandparents. They're old. <laughs> They're just, um, I, I sometimes, because I feel like, yeah, I, I fall into the nerd kind of circle of the Venn diagram thing, but I don't, I usually don't think I'm a nerd. Like I, I don't think I'm an actual like real nerd just because I feel like I don't qualify or like it's almost like I, I don't deserve that title because I don't do enough things. Like you have to know how to do a bunch of stuff and really learn about just stuff. No, I like, feel that way too. I feel like that's why I had to be like careful. Not I think I've 
for the most part, I'll say like I nerd out on something, but yeah. I, 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 I always was like, I'm a dork guys. It's different. That's exactly it's what totally I say. Different. I say I'm a dork. <laughs> I'm totally a dork. Like I'm not cool and I'm not like, you know, I'm not sports guy. I'm not like, but I'm not a nerd. Like yeah. a nerd is like a, like feels like a, a degree. Right. And I don't have the degree. I'm just like, a, <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm a nerd stuff enthusiast at times. Yeah. But yeah, but like the, the, um, I will say this though. When I, uh, I was, the way I hurt my back is I was walking right there in front of this little closet uh, yeah. by the front door and, uh, and like a hat fell off of the um, you know, closet door and as it fell down, I went down to pick it up and it was one of those where like it wasn't a heavy thing. I just went to pick up a hat yeah. and all of a sudden just like it felt like Wolverine thrust claws yeah. into my back. Yeah. And, uh, but no joke, my, uh, the first thing that came to mind and what I said out loud as I was falling down was reverse thrusters. <laughs> and then, <laughs> fell to the ground it was exactly what i would like that's what and maybe it's more in like you know like iron man or you know i don't know how nerdy that is but it's pretty nerdy i felt like all right dude anytime you think you may not be a nerd yeah it's in there it's in there somewhere sometimes so reverse thrusters and they didn't fire they didn't fire yeah oh you gotta have that tune up yeah energy was all diverted to my mouth i guess to Uh, yell reverse thrusters yeah no shields i thought you were gonna be like and the hat that i was dropping was a star trek four right. blah 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 like oh okay no that wasn't even it that nope. was it was a it was a brain situation yeah. it was kind of with star trek though yeah it was yeah. it absolutely was yeah. threat listen thrusters are ubiquitous yeah. in any sort of space yeah but in my uh when i was falling down i didn't expect them to make noise because uh, in my vision, I was in space. And uh-huh. <laughs> so I was in the Star Trek universe. Not Although Star Trek universe, do they have... They have... When they yeah. fly by, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, what... It's like only 2001 that things are like dead silent. Yeah. And people complain about it. Right. <laughs> are there any others that do that? Like just dead silence? Did gravity do that? Or was that the whole thing that people criticized? It was like some hearing... of it was so real, but then there was all the space sound. Oh, interesting. Because we do hear, we hear all the... Well, yeah. You know, like the, the vocal stuff. But do stuff. you hear the impact of something we... hitting something? Oh, that's a good question. Because we have I the music. Remember. Music, by the way. Have you listened to the soundtrack to that? I don't, I remember being awed by it, but I don't remember it. It will stress you out even if you're just like doing dishes. It's like, that is around the corner from Elmo or Tilly to go back a little further to some other loud-ish Muppets. Right. I mean, that's also kind of, that can be stressful for a parent. Yeah. Listen to Elmo. Yeah. The family of screamers. Yeah. Oh, actually, and it could also, if it were more mellow, uh, maybe if like in the future people are used to uh, debris flying around, destroying all their stuff, then they just go yip, 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 yip. Nothing surprising here. Yeah. And that reference, I expect everybody to get. I certainly hope so. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, yeah. In general, sometimes I'm surprised by the lack of like Sesame Street and Electric. I guess Electric Company is was around somehow less. I guess it wasn't yeah. on as long, right, right, as Sesame Street. But oh you know, my gosh. Uh, there are some references that I was. I think about this uh, sometimes that like, uh, like the record scratch sound exists almost only for kids anyway, unless you have turntables and you're doing a lot of record playing. Yeah, but for the most part, it exists only as a vehicle or a plot device for yeah. a trailer or something like kind yeah. of well, wait a minute yeah right? and also when did that become that because that was like not a trailer meme 
until suddenly it was. Right. I wish, I wonder who, Wait, I'm right sure when the you internet could tell us, but like what? That was not a trailer mean until, <laughs> suddenly it was. And then we changed the song. The worst is there isn't even any music playing. I feel like in some of them there's dead silence followed by a record scratch. Just like, a record scratch. One record scratch yeah. just then. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. It's like, just, and that's the thing. In the future, we have so many, like you have your, you know, your iPhone could play yeah. a sound effect immediately. Yeah. So you could, in a way, there could be record scratches for the next couple thousand years yeah. provided it's just in the context of me punching the little button on my watch it goes <laughs> rrr, rrr, and you go but first you know. that's true i i guess i guess that's a question is sort of what how, like what is the cap for the the age level of recognition of what that really signifies right and who are those movies for like if you look at you know those trailers yeah. i'm sure someone has done an amazing youtube compilation right. and has probably traced the like etymology of the record scratch in a trailer yeah but i'm i'm curious because i haven't really thought about that like what what does that transcend age in the sense that it became so ubiquitous that even like a kid's movie where that record scratch means nothing whatsoever except right. for a funny sound right i mean that, they don't know why i guess like when you take a picture of their phone and it goes they yeah. don't know why it makes that sound. Yeah. It's just the sound. That's that, true. Like, it's another boom, you know. Right. And that one just has a weird little character to it. And then someday a kid hears a real SLR and it's like, with the auto wind. Which, yeah. You know, and they would be like, oh my God. Yeah. That thing does a perfect impression of an iPhone. <laughs> Did you feel, when, was there a point at which, because I talk about this sometimes on the podcast, where I can't, I, I can't put my finger on it, but somewhere all of a sudden I became someone who really noticed that I knew stuff or remembered stuff that other people didn't. And I think I always thought I would never be that person. And maybe that's true for all of us is like when older people are like, and that still happens to me all the time with someone like Dana, who's not that much older than me, but who already has an obsession and appreciation with things from when he was very young, which does kind of remove me from it. Um, still he'll make all these references. He's the best example because he is such a pop culture uh, aficionado of like old monster movies or old, you know, like very early seventies kind of shows where he'll make a reference. And I don't, Number one, I don't want to be the blank look person. Yeah, of course. Because I know what it feels like now when that's me. Yeah. And I also just never thought it would be me. I think I always thought like everything I refer to will be, you know, germane. Like everything I ever talk about, everyone somehow will know what I'm talking about. Well, it does. It feels like because there's also on the lower level, like on the younger level where like, you know, there are so many videos and so many artists now that I'm like, who is that? They're like. Oh, really? Oh, and then you look it up and they've got like every video has like a billion views. Yeah. They're huge. I've never heard of them. Yeah. And, uh, but I, but I do want to like, and then I, and then I resent the parts of my brain that are taken up by knowing who Tapao is. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, <laughs> no offense, Tapao. You're great. I loved you guys. But there's like, I know all the words to that, but I don't right. know the words to like a new song that I right. probably f- would feel more, you know. And do you feel like, because that's the other question that I kind of ask myself sometimes mm-hmm. is, are there things that um, I assign to being older or to like, are there things I now think of as, well, it's because I'm this age, not this age that these younger people are where there was always a ton of stuff that I was on the outside of, but somehow when you're, when you've decided you're in the young category, you don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. But then somewhere something crosses over where suddenly it feels like it matters differently. Like, wait a minute, does this have to do with me being older? Right. Totally. That's totally like, there there was something like that recently with me and I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it was like a moment where I was like, man, I'm old. And then I had like the, 
dude, you wouldn't have been into that when yeah. you were 18. You exactly. hate that kind of stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure out how to, yeah, just kind of let, I mean, it, maybe this is like an awkward in between because I do feel like people who are older, sometimes they do get like super wacky or they are just like, I don't care anymore or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And so I'm hoping this is just like a short transition where I then transition back to like, no, this is just who I am. It has nothing to do with what age I am. Right. It has nothing to do with my willingness or unwillingness to learn about something new. I'm going right. to continue to learn about things that I like, yeah. you know, and that I'm attracted to and, and probably not pay attention to things that I would have rolled my eyes at right. 20 years ago, 30 years ago when right. I was a kid, whatever. Yeah. It's interesting. I also don't know, like, I feel like, Part of it, I think part of it, what makes me feel like a little old is I have to go out of my way to find stuff that used to just be like, oh, you go to school and whatever music right. people are talking about, that's the music you're probably going to get exposed to very soon. Yeah. Whereas there are not necessarily the coolest, you know, young people around that I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to pick that up unless you hang out with Jonah or Ray or, you know, yeah. people who like through osmosis, you're just like, oh, I suddenly know who, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah is. Um, or go to festivals and stuff and just be at the place where it soaks in if you're like me and in living in rough isolation. Uh, <laughs> but you have living... kids, but they're not old enough yet to be, you know, coming home with right. like some album. They're like, hold on. Although I have thought, you know, in like 10 years, I'm going to be like the master of references to kids who are in their like 16 or something like that or 17 because I'll know all these like, oh yeah, that's totally like, uh, you uh -huh. know, like <laughs> Kiki from uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> Fresh Beat Band, right? Sure. And they'll be like, oh my God, did he just make a Kiki from Fresh Beat Band reference? Oh, your dad's amazing. I hope so. I think my dad was a little bit like that. Did your parents have, uh, well, first of all, I guess I should say where, so people do know that don't know, uh, where did you grow up? Like where were you, a high schooler, for example? Uh, I grew up entirely in San Luis Obispo. I actually did move away for area. one year in Sacramento, but then back to San Luis Obispo and that's high school and... Yeah. Uh, and then moved down to L.A. to go to UCLA. And were your parents, like my dad, for example, did have what I consider to be very cool taste in music when I was in high school. So I yeah. had a relationship with him, not with my mom at all. I thought she was like a total square yeah. um, and they weren't together. But my dad was like cool dad, even though he was also a teacher at my school. Okay. What was your relationship to your parents like when you were a, a teen? <laughs> Oh no, things got so um, real. <laughs> what a um, twist. Yeah. Um, but now the, uh, I think with my dad, he had like cool enough uh, taste in music where like I would be happy that I learned Stevie Wonder from him at an you know, early age. So that felt uh, like home. Um, but like classical stuff and not, not like the hippest, coolest. Um, and then uh, my mom. My mom is like very young at heart, so that was a lot of like, actually, I knew music from her, but almost knew it because we just had the TV on all the time. Mm. So we had MTV on constantly. Mm -hmm. So I think she was just like down with everything because we were all like, hey, there's, you know, Heavy D. Uh -huh. and like, hey, mom, no Heavy D. <laughs> Video. Um, or like, you know, so she was just cool with everything. So I didn't yeah. necessarily like, she wasn't like, oh, you got to hear the new Run DMC right. album. But she'd be like, you know, cool with whatever's on yeah um and also she uh liked to sing so like we would do you know like uh new edition harmonies while we're making food and the That's you great. know and sing like color me bad harmonies yeah <laughs> just weird you know like you know but, color me bad harmonies yeah, you know. famous for their harmonies yeah wait they might be famous for their harmonies they're actually pretty good harmonies, so what's what, what's a, a color me bad what's a color me bad song, color me bad song. um the one that everybody would know is the 
uh, that everybody who was possibly going to know would know the <laughs> uh, TikTok, you don't stop. Oh, yeah. Do the, so it's okay for me to make a joke about the harmonies because that's not necessarily what they're known for the way right, like right. boys to men where that's right, what they're right, coasting right, right. on. Yeah, right. I mean, they are a four part singing thing. And they, I, I guess did, they are. Yeah. Have you, do you know what they look like? No. Because I, uh, I did a thing. There was a high school music show that I would do every year starting in sophomore year um, that... Uh, I did a, a, a spoof on them, which was they looked very much like, and this was incredibly relevant at the time. Uh-huh. Well, I was just very relevant. Uh-huh. Well, I was, I said, one of them looked like Kenny G. The next one looked like George Michaels. The third looked like Terrence Trent Derby. And the fourth looked like. I don't know. I think uh, a stagehand. Because <laughs> 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 that's I think the part. No, there was like one guy who George was just Michael, like the cool. Terrence Trent Darby. Terrence Trent Kenny Darby, G. George Michael, Kenny G. And then like a cool, just his own hip hop kind of guy. Like yeah. a, a, you know, a contemporary hip hop guy. And uh-huh. so I did a, a, a. Still a lot of long hair from what I'm hearing. Yeah. All George Michael. Right so I did a bit where like George Michael, or like, what was it? Kenny G comes out and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Like cut it short. Probably a record scratch. <laughs> <And they're> like, <laughs> come out with a clipboard and I'm like, you're on the wrong show. You're supposed to be, and none of this is like spoken, but I'm like waving arms really big. And like, uh-huh. this, it, this looking back, uh, this is very much like cruise ship style uh-huh. entertainment. Um, and then like George Michael comes out and does his thing. And then Terrence Strand Driver comes out and then I'm like, this has all gone wrong. What are you three? You, how did you all get scheduled for the same? Wait a minute. <gasps> I've got it. And then the music starts and we do... That's charming. Bed, yes. That's charming. That's charming. That is my. I've always wanted to mash up stuff for some reason. Yeah. That's kind of the. Yeah. You, I think, yeah, I do feel like your brain has always worked that way, and I, and my sense of you is that you always sort of had ideas, like, well, what if? Which I don't know that I. I think I kind of ebbed and flowed on that. I yeah? think there was a lot of like time when any- I. When I would just be like, I don't know, I just want to listen to Depeche Mode. Like right. there wasn't, and then something would activate, especially, I guess it was those people I was around. Like if what if someone sparked that side of me, yeah. I would get really prolific and like do a bunch of fun stuff. And then if somebody else that I was really, you know, that I loved, be, that my friendship was based on, you know, something totally different, then right. I would just kind of fall away from that part of myself. I get that. Do but you, you feel like it's using like a a generator of that stuff, whether or not you have people around you that I are guess into so. it. So, and I think it goes back to the wordplay too. Where like it's it's almost like a uh, I have uh, I don't know if this is a, I, I said that I mentioned this on the uh, what's it called an Instagram story to ten people. But um, I recently have uh, discovered after a couple of years of discovery uh, that I have somewhat of a I am uh, of the OCD. Uh, family uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, not in a terror like I we obviously uh, you know like I'm lucky that it's not the contamination can't shake hands right and have to wash your hands a million times and do all like I don't I don't very lucky that I don't have to do all that stuff but my brain goes I get obsessed with stuff and I yeah. ruminate on stuff that most people would like it's funny because OCD is stuff that everybody does mm-hmm. everybody checks to see if their door's locked everybody right. washes their hands it's just the you don't walk away from it if you right. have OCD you just stay with it and it keeps going and going and you're right. never sure if you don't feel like it's satisfied so for some reason, and I don't know if this is it, but my brain is like on constant obsessive processing of words and constantly, like whenever we say like almost, I'm, I always think I should get some kind of an award for filtering out all the terrible jokes that I could be saying. 
There's so many jokes that are like solid, not even solid dad jokes that I would be like kicked out of the, they take my kids away so that I was no longer a dad and didn't have any right to say that. Um, but yeah, but there's, and I think part of that too is like just combining stuff, I guess, because I constantly just write, you know, little things down because I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it, but it feels like, oh, that's a weird little combination of things. That's a weird, you know, idea or take on that. And I'll just write it down. And so I just have this like log of stuff that every, like I say, like every now and then I'm like, oh, I've got to try, you know, what was the thing? I can't remember what I said in the beginning, but the comets, you know I mean? Like it's almost like my mental solar system has the sun, the planet I'm on, and then just comets that just like, there's no other neighbors that are constantly floating around necessarily. There's also one I've always wanted to do, which is take words, put it into text to speech, you know, the little Siri sounding. uh, Yeah. And then go in and because you know how it sounds, it sounds fake, right? Yeah. It just sounds kind of, oh, this is really funny. <laughs> it's amazing. Like something else. It's amazing that you're here because this is, I'm sitting up for this. Oh, God. Oh, God. Ah, okay. I'm nervous and excited. This is awesome. Okay. Okay. Um, first, I'll say the thing I was going to say. Then I'm going to say the thing I'm going to say after that. So the... Uh, I love that you have something on deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to remember too. Okay. The fact that you're here. Uh, that's what I gotta remember. Okay, I gotta remember that you're not fake and that you're okay, actually here. Okay, I'll try to help um, you remember <coughs> yeah. if I'm here. <laughs> that's right. Don't go anywhere until I'm after. <laughs> until I'm done with the second story. Um, no, but so the uh, <clears throat> what was the first story? <laughs> uh, the um, comments, yeah. the text talk, text talk. Yes, talk. So I've always wanted to do a thing. I've just not gotten around to it. Where take text to speech, have it read out stuff, and it'll sound kind of fake, but go in, uh, re- record myself reading the exact same text, take that audio and pull out only the breaths okay. and put the breaths in on the digital oh. and maybe that will spark the life yeah. into it because it sounds, you know, it sounds fake. Yeah. But part of that, I think, is because you never hear any breath. You don't hear any movement away from yeah. the microphone. There's nothing living about it. Yeah. It's just perfect. Right. So I wonder if I added just like, like mouth noises yeah, yeah. and little like slight little breaths. Touches. Yeah, if you would just be like, what is that? I mean, like it's not vocoded and it's not, right. you know, like it's not an auto tune yeah. and it's not, it's more than just Siri or whatever. Cause, right. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's so interesting because that that's that feels like it's got to be a conversation that's being had at the highest level on AI. I right. Do you know what I, I mean? Think, yeah. At the highest level, you're you're thinking of something that someone's like, how do we make this seem more real? Like, right. do we have someone stammer? Do we have? And I wonder if breath has even entered into it yet. Like somebody would have the moment right when you did that, they would be like, wait. What you just did. Yeah. How could we? That's what they need to do. They need to suck their teeth. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's really interesting. It's funny, too, because I've been listening to um, I'm on a real tear with uh, teeth sucking sound effects. Teeth sucking sound effects. I love them. Can't get enough (laughs) of them. Uh, No, I've been listening to um, the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. Oh, that's a weird thing that I've come back around to where like I loved Stephen King when I was little. Then Stephen King was like a famous writer that everyone loved who was it was like too pedantic. I mean, there was just something about it. That felt like pedestrian. Yeah, that was like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. They get made into movies. He's one of America's greatest writers, but it's horror. So, like, how intellectual is it or whatever? And then about a year ago, a friend of mine was just going on and on about how he was listening to Stephen King's It um, on Audible. And, uh, and I kind of had that moment where I was like, oh, yeah, Stephen King. Yeah, I used to love him. Sure. He's, he's for everyone. Therefore, maybe he's not for me anymore. And then, and then I couldn't stop thinking about how much I had loved that book 
when I was younger. I never read it. I it's Dark really Tower. great. Is that the one they're making the Idris Elba movie from? Is they're that making based on the that? dark. Well, the Dark Tower. They are making the Idris Elba into an Idris Elba movie, and that's kind of what prompted that. Oh, okay, but but. Prior to that, I just listened to it because yeah. I did remember, like, God, it was so scary. I've never so read it haunting. either. I don't know anything about it. The, the, what's really special about that book is that it, it has more of a stand by me feeling, okay. which is also, assuming, you know, that was yeah. a Stephen King short story, where those, like, he just gets the... kids. Like, he gets young people and yeah. he gets, like, the sort of, this, these just the real crazy things that we have in our heads and yeah. the emotional relationships are so like the loyalties and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, Oh wait, he's not a horror writer. Like he certainly is, yeah. but that's very but limiting. Than, yeah. yeah. And so, um, and then someone had said, Oh, you should, you might like the dark tower stories. And, uh, and so when I finished it, I listened to a couple of other non Stephen King books yeah. And then when I saw they were doing the Dark Tower, I was like, oh, I should listen to those before, you know, that. And also, he's he is an easy listen in terms of like, I'm not going to listen to Dostoevsky. Do you know what I mean? I'm not right. going to be in a car and then get into an accident because I'm having to listen to the same five words over and over trying to parse out what they mean. Right, right. But anyway, the whole point of that is that they're just yesterday, there was a whole piece in, in the second book about how... Um, Someone, how one of the main characters, the one that Idris Elba will be playing, when he can, I guess it's kind of a spoiler, but he can like enter into another person's brain, kind okay. of being John Malkovich style. Oh, cool. Pre being John Malkovich <laughs> and kind of puppeteer them. Oh, cool. <clears throat> and so there's a, when he's, when, when the person is unconscious, but he's trying to access their kind of database because yeah. he can somehow access their memories and thoughts and their knowledge. Okay. When he's ta- he's talking to these police officers, and the police officers just notice this kind of strange thing that they can't put their finger on, but it's because they'll ask him a question, and then he'll there will be this pause, and the pause is him like like looking through the files, so oh, to speak. Oh wow! And then he'll say something in this kind of flat tone, yeah. And so it just is funny because everything you're saying it just reminded me so it's much flat of and that. Is and, <laughs> and my timing is. I didn't know how else to tell you. Please put throw some you know, pepper into this. I'm terribly insulted, but I have a new book to read. So <laughs> you, 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 when some lose some, sometimes both. Hey, you. Uh, that's uh, very, uh, no, just <clears> that. and then and so then one of them is like, compliment. oh, it remind, <laughs> reminded them. One of the cops, like years later, stands up in a movie theater and goes, "That's him. That's the guy. That's the guy that uh, that that we were talking to." And the it's not, but it's the Terminator. And so there's just this like, oh, it's a robot. It's a robot person. Oh, oh, and so that's what it reminded me of. Oh, it's just cool. this idea of like you're almost human. But there's something that a human can feel is right. off. And right. at what point will we have perfected AI to the point where, you know, like in her or something yeah. where you're kind of like, wait, are you right? Wait, are you a person? Which the same like and I think that all the time looking at I think everybody probably does, when you see CGI animation that's oh, yeah, so good, but there's still, still one. Like thing in that the like, last Star Wars and yeah. like Rogue One, the guy who had passed away. Yeah. And you're and like, God, that's good. But I'm oh, very aware that it's good. I totally did a spoiler though, and I said, oh, I mean, really? I guess people kind of know it, but yeah, they know. Oh yeah, they know. Right? Okay, good. You guys right? know. Yeah, I mean, and there's but, not. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it has to be because yeah. that's but what happened. But with CGI people, yeah, Rogue One's been out for a while. If you're a big fan, yeah. you should see. It. Yeah. Um, it's not a big spoiler, but yeah. the uh, the something for some reason for me, sides of like lips, like mm-hmm. the little corners of mouths for the CGI for me are is like really tricky. I had a thought the other day that we should have uh, somebody should put out. I don't know if it's even possible to do it, but. Uh, you remember the movie They Live? Did you ever see mm-hmm. that? I never saw it, but I okay. know what it is. So in that movie, you put on these glasses, 
and we've been invaded. There are a- aliens, hostile aliens God, around who are taking over. Movie. What's that? You're like, now, first of all, you should know that we as Earth things have been invaded. Yeah. This is not to do with a movie, but yeah. you should know this. <laughs> <laughs> I really buried the lead. <laughs> Ever since I've been confined to my couch, I just turned into a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> By the way, this is not art. This is just my actual yarn uh, and uh, pushpin. I understand. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, why am I in the middle of it? Uh-huh. No reason, Janet. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. God, he works fast. This is just my oh, plan no, of what I'm doing work. today. Here's the work, is, yeah. <laughs> I got a shower. That leads to Janet's uh, thing. Uh, we're going to pour some ice water. That leads to Janet having ice water. Um, but uh, So you put on the glasses and they yeah. live. By the way, uh, just to let you know, see, little things happen. Little All of a sudden, a little app will open up that jumps in and goes, uh, when I said ice water, there was like two seconds in my brain that was like, is there anything to ice water shut? Like eyes wide shut? Oh, yeah, yeah. It runs for a second, looks around, nothing, moving on. Yeah. It goes. <laughs> That's how my brain works constantly. It's like that. Ice water, but you're ice never going to be, okay. you're, I don't think you're ever going to be bored and you're never going to be boring. And I think about that in terms of like, you know, when 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 someone's picking a partner and I and I don't think that Donna could have picked a better one um you're never going to be like a boring old man like she knows that you know not nor will she ever be be boring right um you're Thank that's you. what I think is so wonderful about both of your brains is that you don't have the capacity to just sort of like become couch potatoes and not create and not think and not be confused and interested and you know what I mean Thank you That's great Thank you very much um, now I feel like I, I, have, I, uh, I have some open brackets. I have to put close. on special glasses. Yeah. So the movie they live, uh, aliens have invaded. You put on these glasses and you can see with these glasses. I don't know how they ended up with them, but like the hero gets these, this one pair and oh my gosh. And when you put them on, you can see that behind all the billboards that are, you know, whatever have subliminal, the word obey and oh. the subliminal, like, you know, vote for whoever the, you know, the alien who is now running the government is. Um, and you know, you can see their faces too. Like they don't, there, you take them off, they look like a person, you put them on, and you see all the weird alien muscles yeah. and weird stuff. This sounds um, like I might have to see it. Yeah, right? But it I was going to say, there should be there should be a... Uh, Subliminally, you made me want the ice water, by the way. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm still working on it if there's an ice water shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I tie it back in later with like some kind of weird party where we all drink ice water, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, is this what happens behind closed doors? And the single one piano note is just the clink <laughs> of a spoon against like, or the, the, the clink of an ice cube dropping into a glass instead yeah. of ding. Yeah. And then, but then it doesn't, yeah, if it didn't make a clink, we'd be like, it's not a real glass of ice water. That's right. That'd be the thing that tipped it off. That's right. Um, but uh, I was going to say that there should be a filter whether it be not necessarily a pair of glasses, but some kind of an app that you can run next to your Twitter provider yeah. that lets you reveal who the bots are. Yeah. If that if you could see what the bots are, <clears throat> oh my God, it would save so I much think like that's probably would, yeah. Or you just sick your bots on those bots and be like, yeah. you know what? You guys go fight over there and it's yeah. just kipple. Yeah, but, I don't even that's something that I am like so kind of weirded out and annoyed by that I, I haven't even like I don't even, I try not to think about that because it yeah. is the sort of like, oh, I don't, wait, what? Yeah. I want them to all be human beings I, of, with good hearts. Yeah, I know. It's I know. very weird. Yeah. Oh, and... Uh, and the thing about me being here? That's yes, weird. the thing about you being here. But there was also a thing I wanted to say, I'm going to bring it back up, even though the time has moved on. But uh, you mentioned uh, Dostoevsky, um, who, by the way, is twice as good as that Uno Dostoevsky. Uh. But... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, this should be for uh, advanced books like that that are like, take a while to, because I read, like I say about the, um, uh, 
comic books, I read so slowly, graphic novels, I read so slowly that I will go back and read over again sentences and stuff because by the time I got to the end of it, it's tomorrow. Uh, and I was uh, thinking that there would be, if there were books on tape for that level of uh, advanced reading, uh, writing, that it would read you, it reads you every sentence like yeah. two or three times. Honestly, I think it would times. need to. It yeah. would need to. It would for anything to sink in. It does feel like a might need like a triple, yeah. a triple go around. Yeah. Um, are we caught up? To you want to tell me why yeah. it's funny? Okay. So yeah. Now, uh, because this comes back to me, and that's why <laughs> that's what I'm really cherishing about it. <laughs> this is welcome to another. It all comes back to me. Uh-huh. Which is, um, <laughs> the. Uh, the thing that would be funny about adding the breaths into uh, the robot to make it sound human is that when you, uh, listeners, I don't know if you're going to know this, but uh, Janet sang on uh, the Hard and Firm song, Pi. You were the voice of the, you are the voice of the 3.141. such an honor. Oh, man. You were I remember recording that so well, too. I remember <laughs> having the numbers uh, up against your wall. Yeah. Like and my face right next to them. And, and you had to do department. a lot. You had to read. There are 180 digits or so in that recording, probably more because I think it fades out. So there's like 200 digits in three harmonies. So you and you had to do like we would go for like 15 numbers, then go back five, pick up again from those 15 numbers because and what what's funny that this comes about. We wanted to eliminate your breaths. Yeah. We wanted to make it one big, yeah. long, crazy string so it wouldn't sound like a human being doing it. And all we had to do to do that was remove your breaths because it yeah. makes it sound like that's... Wait, why? How, how is she? she and, and you're totally full I breath every time. I don't even know time. if I knew that. I didn't yeah. know. And so that's, it's, it's a you, that's a you. See, that's the OCD part of your brain that, that can be a music producer that can go in and really listen to all those nuances and be probably sometimes to like it you get mad at yourself for being like is it right yet or is it perfect yet right but it's something that other people appreciate so much when right. especially when you're working on their projects because and it's kind of, i'm sure it's the same attention to detail that when you were doing special effects kind of stuff like post stuff yeah. that those things are because i always think like how to be an editor or how to be somebody who works at pixar and just work on you know the you know monsters ink hair how to make right. that fur look as touchable as possible yeah to me that just sounds like how could i not come to hate that project right and maybe people do and maybe it's right. that thing where you kind of hit that and then you go over it and then you love it again and then you hate it for a while and then you yeah. love it again but i'm so i mean there's a reason i love doing improv which is that sort of ephemeral quality of like i either loved it or i hated it and I've, it's over now and it'll never <laughs> happen again <laughs> right oh yeah I uh, I always wanted to do special effects. Like in high school, I thought I was going to do special effects. I was really really big into it, um, and then didn't get into it. I ended up going like more into comedy and doing music and um, you know like the whole UCLA comedy club and stuff with Chris. And then uh, well, a while later, I did start getting into uh, visual effects, and I never knew the difference between visual effects and special effects. Mm-hmm. And I've always liked special effects. Special effects mm-hmm. versus. Like special effects, practical effects versus right. special effects. Visual, like visual effects. digital effects yeah. and stuff. And so I started getting the digital thing, not realizing that that's, I mean, I, I guess I kind of realized it, but I was like, I didn't know anybody who blew stuff up. Right. And, you know, right. like did gunshot, you know, on squibs on your chest. But, um, but I always wanted to do that thing. And I got into visual effects and was like that, was like, it's very detail, you know, super detail oriented um, as much as you can. And then uh, at one point I realized I don't have any uh, like heroes in it. I don't have anybody. I don't have a weird owl yeah, of visual yeah. effects. Like I love 
industrial light and magic stuff and you know all like the miniatures and you know all the rick baker and stan winston and all those kind of like robotic and monsters yeah. and puppets and stuff uh or uh, uh um kermit the frog and jim henson mm-hmm, yeah um that was like a game show jim henson he would, let me tell you he would be very comfortable with you remembering kermit first okay yeah you know what i mean <laughs> probably he did his job um but the visual effects thing like i was at a movie i think i was actually seeing hulk the angley one with chris and i think his dad um in Las Vegas, and at the end of it, I, I liked it a lot, and it was fun to watch, but just like you're saying with like the hair and all that stuff, yeah. all of a sudden, it just occurred to me how much work went into that, and I did not wish I worked on it. <laughs> I just enjoyed it and wanted the Hulk to be real for an hour or two, and just like, right. this is amazing, but I didn't want to like sit and work on it. That felt like, yeah. oh man, God bless those people who did that. I don't want to do that, yeah. and then it was like, oh no, I really just want to do, because music is, like you said, with improv, it's like, oh, I just, I I. Yeah, I just love doing that. So yeah. that's. Were yeah. you playing guitar by high school? Uh, you, when you said you did, not you were, really. Yeah. Like I, I actually had songs that I wanted to have guitar on them, and I've never been good at getting other people to come in and do stuff. So I just would go without guitar. Uh-huh. But no, guitar uh, was college in like second or third yeah. year of college. What were you? What were you playing when you were in high school? Piano, keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and sampler. I had a sampler, which was like a fifty-pound box. Yeah. That had took discs. And each each side of a disc had one second worth of sample. Are you kidding me? So you could do the little Ferris Bueller, but that was it because that cough is one second. <laughs> so and maybe you and you could also figure out a way to uh, combine them all into one massive four second sound. <laughs> and you would take a while to load them, and you have to do. That I mean, is it's. Crazy. Yeah, but I was also like the only person who had one of those. Yeah, like, it I'm was sure you miracle. were. Yeah. And then, so what, do you remember something specific that you used that for that was like, oh man, it took me so long, but I finally got such and such done. I think I remember doing, uh, loading in all the sounds that would be able, that would make it so that we, as a band, my friend Brian, who played drums and friend Robbie play guitar um we would uh be a little garage band every now and then no no shows planned or anything just to dork around and I got it to where I could play uh this is something I know nobody's gonna uh-huh. <laughs> uh, nobody uh, <laughs> but my daughter probably um the remote control game show theme oh. song oh wow okay I mean I remember remote control but I don't remember the theme yeah. song <laughs> <laughs> but that was my like dream was to play that and to play the a-team theme song <laughs> All I ever wanted. Which is the 18 theme song? Yeah, that's one where you could play like probably that and Hawaii Five-0 and a few different things that would have been in that era and I would not be able to draw a line from one to the other. They would all be kind of like hazarding a guess. Yeah. Oh, I say your listeners, after this is done, go check out the 18 theme song. It's really fun. It's really fun. Yeah. Um. And and so I just when you said that you guys weren't out playing gigs and stuff, so you weren't like out becoming musicians to pick up girls. Um, did you date in high school? Did you? Uh, I did. I had two uh, girlfriends, uh, one in sophomore year and one in senior year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was I was not a date around a lot kind of. And same like college, I had one girlfriend for the, you know th- at one point in college. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was not. Uh, did you write songs for them? Uh, I did not. I I've, no, I've <laughs> I really never. Didn't know, I really didn't know which way that was going to go. Yeah. I've never, I I've did never not. Written, I've never really uh, 
like written a serious song. Like, it, well, I mean, it like could have been a silly song too. It. What's you that? Know? It could have been a silly song too. That's true. My friend, my friend Chris Bowman, uh, who has now become like he was one of my best friends in junior high and high school, and we sort of had like a will they or won't they? Yeah. Uh, and he would write me like little parody songs. Oh, so that's it wasn't, cool. yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like it was like here's the serious poem. It was right. like this is what we have in common, and I'm putting it into a weird song. I don't know. I didn't think. Uh, I've honestly told him right now. Always just thought if you're gonna write somebody a song, it should be like a Ben Folds, you know, like really, yeah, not, you know, like. Uh, Love songy, love song. Um, but yeah, it'd been cool. I can't believe I just described a relationship from high school as well there, won't they? That made me a little bit sick to my stomach. I hope he never Moonlighting hears this. Moonlighting was big. It was, it was the time. Um, I did write... Moonlighting was big. It's true. Yeah. Um, I did write a... I had a kidney stone when I was like 15. Oh, and that's I so wrote young, a, a, a goodbye... Uh, like letter, like a little note to my girlfriend because I was uh, we were boyfriend girlfriend at the time. Oh no! And uh, and I went into the hospital and like I thought I was gonna die. Like we you didn't did? know what it was. Oh yeah, it wasn't a cute. I thought when you wrote the goodbye note, it was like we all know that this is gonna be fine. But wouldn't it be funny if I wrote you a goodbye note? No, oh, you really no, thought? No, no, no. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I was Mike. really like, we don't know what this is, and I'm oh. like, just know that I, you know, you're great. And I love you. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that breaks my heart. Yeah. Was she a little bit like? Well, I guess you're you're okay, so I don't have that Romeo and Juliet thing where. <laughs> yeah, I guess. yeah, that's right. It's like, oh my God, he'll be love my. He's fine. Oh, okay. So we have potential. To Should help. I keep the letter, yeah. or what do I do with it now? Yeah, I mean, for our relationship, fine. my coming to was like really tragic. <laughs> like, oh, that would have been like the greatest love of all, right? So sad that I lived. Well, what did so you were just in all kinds of pain, and they did was it like exploratory surgery? What did no, they? No, it, it ended up passing. Like I, oh, I passed God. out from the pain. I didn't get I'm any sure. like anesthetic, and then uh, and then they just said like, here's a little a little mesh basket. Every time you pee, pee through this, and hopefully you'll catch wow. the thing that went through. <laughs> and it didn't come out, so it might still be in there. <laughs> or it was no. like it was actually uh, you know who was that in inner inner what's it called. Interspace? Yeah, a little spaceship flying around yeah. the body, and they just like, what are we in? They're like, we're in a urethra. They're like, why? <laughs> this is a wrong turn. It probably was a tiny it was spaceship. probably that. It probably was. Oh, yeah. my God. I cannot believe how much time has passed. I could talk to you for a gajillion hours. Yeah. Um, I got to get into this MASH game. I feel okay. like I have, uh, I hope that people feel satisfied that they got a snapshot of high school you. I, I maintain that it might not be that different from current you in a good way. Um but uh, but for our mash categories, I'm yeah. I definitely want to start out with. Um, I think we I should imagine, do right. You, I feel like you would be the same in high school as now. Yeah, you're, pretty like, much. Fun, silly, like yeah, it doesn't pretty seem much. Like, yeah, okay. I mean, I definitely went through like the emo phase, but right. whatever that darkness is, this is definitely still in me. But I think now it does come out with like a dark sense of humor rather yeah. than just straight up angst. Right. Um. But you know, I had to have that. Yeah that that's super cliche yep. my boyfriend and i just uh spent uh, a lot of this morning um for somehow oh because for some reason this is not a song i have listened to since i was in high school i swear to god no idea why it was in my dream i woke up this morning with um I don't even know what the name of the song is, but How's with the go? Smith song, 16 clumsy and shy, I went to London and I booked myself in at the Y, W-C-A. Which that's, wait, that's the Smiths? That's the Smiths. It's oh, on Louder Than Bombs. 
And I, mm. and so I woke up and I was like, why do I have that in my head? Like it was yeah. in my dream. Yeah. This is not even a song I knew I knew yeah. uh, since high school. And so I, I played it for him and he said, um, uh, <laughs> he goes, he goes, see, now you could tell me that's secure and I wouldn't know the difference. I was that's like, first of all, if like, April Richardson could hear you right now, oh. she would lose her mind. And I was like, no, I mean, listen, I'm not saying I listen to either of those bands a ton now, but there yeah. is definitely a recognizable difference, yeah. particularly in their voices. And so I was like, here, I'll play you a, a Cure song. And then I started playing the Cure song and I just picked a terrible one that sounded exactly like a Smith song. And I was like, no, please. I was like, listen to how different his voice is. He was like... Um, I don't know. Was this just? A, he said this was just an era of like I just call it. I cried and I cried. <laughs> like that's the genre of music. I mean, <laughs> Every song is basically I cried and I cried. It's a male oh. British singer talking about how he cried and he oh cried in some form or other. I, <laughs> I was so offended. <laughs> but then, uh, but then I was like, there he is. There was just an era where like you really could hear people's accents, and it right. just seems like it was that particular era and i was like that is so not true you can hear people's strong accents in a lot of other kinds of music yeah. so then i was scrolling through whatever i had on my phone and every example i had fall right into that case. i was like <laughs> well listen to the psychedelic furs <laughs> when that song on it was like another like oh i cried and i cried <laughs> i couldn't have been proven more wrong each time i tried to redeem myself uh, okay so so the first uh the first bash category is we'll do alternate universe drops because okay. we know you have a lot of ideas and you have get interested and excited about stuff and there doesn't seem to be enough time so right. these are three alternate universe careers where other mike Furman gets to do uh be kind of great at, at this career okay. the upsides not the downsides okay uh laundromat like run a laundromat <laughs> great um i, love I know that's laundry. what we all expected you to say <laughs> yeah. um why i love uh folding laundry great yeah uh great. sushi chef. other people's laundry even Oh, it doesn't matter. Great. Yeah. Sushi Chef, great. Sushi Chef. And, oh, what would be another good one? Oh, come on. Um, 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 plant store. Great. Yeah. Like where people come and get people to come sit in their audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. Mm, this one looks too obvious for my. Do you have anything younger? <laughs> my very young audience. Tony, come in here. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, next category is <clears throat> uh, three things that it would be cool to experience like for the first time again. And it can be something oh. so simple. It can be like, oh my God, the first time I bit into a piece of blah, blah, blah pizza. Okay. Or, you know, the your first date or your, you know, or the first time just, but something that you that you sort of wish, God, if they're a way for me to like recreate and enjoy for the first time something that was totally unknown to me on some level. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's see. I think uh, eating a Reese's peanut butter cup. Great. Um, hearing the JBs. Okay. The band, the JBs for the first time. Uh, and I'll say hanging, uh, going on a rope swing. Rope swing. Oh, great. Great. Okay. Next category is um, three, let's do three skills, very specific skills that you wake up with tomorrow. And there are more like down to earth skills where it could still be like you speak a, a series of languages, yeah. but it's not you can fly, if okay. that makes sense. Yeah. Things that, like something that somebody else can do. Yeah. And it's like the sort of matrix style. Like you wake up one morning and you've downloaded all of that and right. it's in your brain. Right, right. Um, let's see. I would say then, let's see. Electronics, like to, anim uh, to build robots. Great. Robotics. Great. Um, 
to be chef? No. That's <laughs> well, no, no. that's fair. Um, uh, actually, to speak uh, Italian. Great. That would be... I, would I like that like somehow there was a line between sushi and that. Yeah. You're like, to be a sushi chef. Actually, though, I would like to speak Italian. Like, wait a minute. Do sushi that's chefs it. speak Italian? What's happening? Oh, my God. That'd be the best sushi. <laughs> um, let's see. And... Um, Skill, huh? How about, oh, I would like to know how to ski. Great. I also well. don't know how to ski. I mean, I've never skied. Yeah. I've never put on one ski. I I've, should probably wear both. <laughs> this may be. <laughs> there is, I get a sense. Wait, did you have, important. did you have an instruction booklet and all the other pages tore off but the first one? Yeah. Because I bet page two says put on the other ski. Uh-huh, it might. <laughs> yeah. It might, but how hard can it be? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was just an extra. <laughs> um, it's a spare. <laughs> it you always travel a spare. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one is, uh, some three people living or dead, but real people that, um, you would like to collaborate with in some way. It could be for any reason. It could be like you play one-on-one basketball with so-and-so. It could be you write a book with so-and-so, you write a song with so-and-so, anything, three. Oh, that's cool. Um, all right. I'll say, uh, make music with Stevie Wonder. Great. Um, is like have lunch. Is that, uh. Maybe you make the lunch together and then eat it. Yeah, okay. Uh, make sushi with uh, the Dalai Lama. Great. And um, 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 um. Uh, who would it be? I'll say... Um, oh, I would like to... I don't even know who to say about this, but um, build a puppet with Frank Oz. Oh, great, 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 great. That's a great one. F, Oz. I'm going to be like, Fozzie. Oh, my yeah. God, wait a minute. Oh, did we just, my did we God. Did we just blow our minds? Is that what it is? Oh, my God. Oh did my we just God. blow our minds? Fozzie. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Oh, my God. It has to be. So. That's not an accident. Holy Whoa. shit. I feel like I'm stoned right now. Yeah. That's outrageous. Has that been hiding in front of us I all think this time? So. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is crazy. That's fantastic. I'm so glad this happened with you. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> this happened like I'm a changed person. But I mean I do feel changed. I do feel like that's like Oh a my little, god. It's almost like a like seeing one of those little pattern pictures <laughs> and like, I see it! I see yes. Oh my god. That's amazing. <gasps> this is crazy. FOS. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I don't that's, know how to move forward from that. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. That's well, a, did listen. you know, by the way, uh, that the word uh, Cuisinart is cuisine art? Oh, of course it is. Right? You know, the only other one I can give an example of like that for is um, I was doing something with the Sklars years ago. I think it might have been their show Back on Tops, which I loved so mm-hmm. much, um, where they said... Uh, something about Arby's and that Arby's is RB roast beef. <gasps> I didn't and know I was that. like, what? Whoa. There you go. My That's gift to awesome, you. Courtesy Arby's. Randy and Jason Sklar. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Oh my God. <laughs> I want a day of this. I know. It's, it really Me is too. like learning that like, uh, oh, I almost, had another one recently too. I can't remember what it was. It was more minor, but yeah. It feels Truman Show. Cuisine showy. art. It does. It does. Yeah. It's like, oh, there was a writer behind that. Did, how many just... other people knew about this? I need yeah. to know right now. Am I the, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, so good. Yeah. 
Yeah. God, I wish I could think of the other one. Again, it was like not, it didn't have the same wow factor, but it was like, oh yeah, I guess that is two words put as What's one. That? Oh, don't Just spill the water. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, I saw the I'll take another sip. It. Okay. Let me, so let me do this one then. Um, uh, Wait, did they do three of those? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Frank yeah. Oz. We got Stevie, oh we got the Dalai Lama and we got Fozzie. Oh my God. <gasps> and Stevie Wonder is wonderful. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> God, I never thought about that. Okay, next one is um, for you. Let's do three movies that you can jump into at any time and hang out with the characters. You're not reliving the plot. You're just like in that world, just being there. Okay. Oh, boy. And um, if you say the movie being there, I'll understand. <laughs> uh, Looper, because uh-huh. I won't stand out at all. There's like another guy who looped in. Um, no, but uh, I would say Muppet Movie. Great. Great, 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 Um God, that's oh, a great man. one. I don't think anyone's ever said that before. Now oh, it feels yeah. like such a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, the airplane. Great. <laughs> just great. To, just be the one guy who's in on it. Uh-huh. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you guys. And no, everybody else is acting like, hey, excuse me, mister. Uh-huh. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> um, and, oh, God, what's another really fun movie? Um, oh, it doesn't have to be fun. It could be like adventurous and sure that if i might am i guaranteed to live or am i <laughs> guaranteed to live safety bubble guaranteed okay. to live um let's see i guess oh i like that you're taking time with it i really yeah. think it's okay yeah i, I can honestly take like time. hours well I, can honestly- true. <laughs> I mean i guess i would say don't do that but <laughs> um all right, I'm going to say I'm looking over movies as if like the five movies I have uh-huh. were sitting on DVD still. <laughs> it's like movies be. I wouldn't have expected like, oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Um, like. I would like to be in the movie Turbo. Uh-huh. Um, it wouldn't be bad. But uh, oh yeah, you know what? Um, it'd probably be pretty fun to get into uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, That'd yeah. Be fun. Great choice. Yeah. Great choice. I haven't seen the second one. Oh, um, it's great. Oh I yeah, just, I love it. I somehow I think I was working, and then all of a sudden I thought it would be in the theater forever, and I think yeah. it's not anymore, right. and it, that crept up on me. Yep. Um, okay, great. Okay, next one. Now listen, this is very tough for me. It is a component of Mash that is something that uh, has been played since the dawn of Mash. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever felt worse. Although when Donna did my podcast, did I was I doing Mash? It is three alternate universe like romantic somethings and it could be like people i think it's always safe to go very far in the past or go into cartoon characters or go into you know what i mean so it's like young jimmy stewart slash you know yeah um i think we're able to get into a mild amount of trouble it's like when they say angelina jolie but anyway (laughs) uh so three this is like alternate universe uh hangout gal sexy times like whatever something like that crushes old crushes that you get to like have a date with or something um, all right, so we'll go Lauren Keep, Bacall. Okay, great. And we'll say um, uh, Marianne. Sure. <laughs> from Killian's Town. Sure. And uh, and <laughs> going for like, uh, it has to include the sexy times, right? Because if it was just like, oh, just go hang out with. I'm okay with know, it. I um, think you can do the just go hang out with. Yeah. All the, I'm sure all the guys are like, dude, <laughs> you had <laughs> an opportunity. Chance. All of your Guido friends. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anytime somebody hears news like that, they're going to be like, dude. Like a little, like a little yeah. librarian guy from you know, Norway. Dude. 
Um, oh, you know what? Um, I would say, oh, see, I have somebody who's like contemporary that I, uh, I think. Did you say you could pick somebody from the future, by the way? Did you say somebody from the past? I didn't, but my goodness. You said somebody from the past or somebody from the future. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, okay. Um, Yeah, so. uh, All right. uh, I want to say Catherine Tate because she's really funny. And, like, she'd be really fun and funny. Oh, I I got you. No, you don't have to. I I love her. I I would love. uh, She would definitely be on my, like, buddy. Who's your buddy list. Um, Okay. Next category is... uh, things you like three things that you can take credit for having created so it can be the sandwich it can be the leaning tower of pizza right i'm want you you to feel encouraged to do other things or just like that like what a great little invention that thing that i use right. every day or whatever right. oh, three I I invented that. Uh, yeah um okay so i would say the uh the little extendo reacher thing that people use to pick stuff up off the ground if they can't bend over oh yeah great um, I would say the, um, the plane. Sure. Why not go for it and just say like, I wish I invented like the Great. airplane. Great. And, uh, let's see. Oh my God. Um, I have like a giant like database of invention ideas and I guess I've never thought about the ones. That, I mean, I feel like I say that once a day. Is like, well, what I about that? What about your that? third one? Is something that has yet to be invented that you get to realize? Oh, all right. Uh, I'm calling your one, bluff. This is yeah. This is one that's uh, a little sillier than uh, practical, but why not? It would be a thing that ugh, when you walk into a room, it's a uh, like a little deli buzzer. You know, when you walk in. Ding, Mm-hmm. So it's like that. It senses you, a uh, motion detector, it senses you've entered the room, and it does uh, sitcom transition music. Great. Great. Sitcom transition music is great. Okay. And then last one is just ple- three places in the world if getting there were not a hassle. Three places to have a vacation home. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, okay. New Zealand. Great. Never been. But you I just it. know. That's great. Everybody yeah. says. Uh, Ireland. Great. I've never been. I really want to go. And I'm trying to think. Someplace clean air, someplace that has water. Someplace. <laughs> those, are really, those are important. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, the uh, Alps. Yeah. Yep. Great. Great. I have a friend Here's who just went to a wedding in. Uh, like on Lake Geneva and I was so envious. Like, oh, why didn't someone give me a reason and an excuse to go to Lake Geneva? Right. Um, Okay. And then this is just that little thing where I say, tell me when to stop and then you do so and then I give you your results. So tell me when to stop. Okay. Um, I was thinking the other day, stop. (laughs) Look, you're fooling me. You got me, Furman. You got me. Uh, All right. I'm going to pause this. Oh, I did. Oh, good. I did. I got a lot I can work with. Um, I'm going to pause it. I'm going to do my calculations. I'm going to come back with your 100% guaranteed fictitious MASH future. Um, And I'm glad that you're not like, I disagree. It's torture. If I said living inside your mind would be a joy. And you're like, kill me. (laughs) Like an alien's kill me. Oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God that's not the case. That was, uh, I actually just made a, a joke the other day. They've apparently, did I see this this morning, last night, uh, have made something that, 
transported. Like, you know how there's, it's, I think, what is it called? Uh, quantum, uh, not relocation, but it's where oh, something like, moves here. Yes. And then on the other side of yeah, wherever, yeah, yeah. they can move that one yeah. and there's no visible tide. Yeah. Um, I still don't understand that, but I have listened to multiple science podcasts about it, trying to better understand how two things can be in the same place at the same time, or an atom can be connected to an atom forever away. I don't really understand. I can't. And now you're telling me that they've so they've apparently like moved. I mean, like they've you know basically ended up moving this quark up to there or something like that. They moved. They transported a a piece of matter from one place to another, and uh, and my joke was that uh, they quoted the quark asking what experience what was the experience like and it said kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid <laughs> oh, I love it <laughs> I love it oh okay um, alright listen I got some good news for you oh good uh, I feel real good about these outcomes cool. um, there's some quirkier ones first of all I want to say to this one because this feels like it's kind of a there. it's it's two things that are linked to one another mm-hmm. but there's something sort of interesting about it because while you get to build a puppet with Frank Oz hey. You can also go inside the Muppet movie and interact with those characters at any time. So there Whoa. is like a slightly odd, like, oh, you created something like a god. Yeah, right. Now I and walk then you're, them. Yeah, and <laughs> then you're hanging out with these characters who, in my mind, are very real and don't have puppeteers underneath them right. when you're actually in the movie. Yeah. So it's almost like a Pinocchio situation where you That's saw awesome. it as a puppet and the, its parts, but then it's uh, like a 100% living real thing. I wonder if it's like, well, one, you could say that it's like uh, being a parent. Because you've yeah. made a person. Well, there you go. <laughs> no, but actually, but that takes no effort. Children are part. puppets. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but actually, would it be? I feel like I feel like doctors must think like that, like constantly walking around. Because to me, you're a miracle. I don't right. understand how any of this works. Right. But right. to a doctor, they're like, "Hey, this is doing that, and that's right. connected to that, and that's going to, and that could be, you know, like yeah. if something happened to that, then this would." Uh-huh. But you know, like they are that's kind of matrix code. Like they see all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's basically yeah, that's like the matrix, but with Muppets. Yeah. There you go. The Muppet. Tricks. The Mup Tricks. Portmanteaus. The Mup Tricks. You, when I, well, listen, some of us were portmanteauing before people knew the word portmanteau, except for a precious few people. Did I ever tell you about my idea of, uh, I started having a Tuesday uh, Twitter game back when Twitter games were a thing, uh-huh. and I had called it Portmanteau's Day. Portmanteau's Day. I love it. Tuesday. I love it. That's yeah. a no-brainer. Yeah. Great. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, those Hate two it. things uh, are in your future. Sweet. Um, uh, Side note, you also invented the airplane, so I'm not sure how all this comes together, but I'm very, very impressed. Oh, it could have gone, I invented the airplane, and then I went into the movie airplane. That's true. That is ripe. Not so much, though. You had the Muppet movie. You also uh, own your own laundromat. Hey, that's cool. You know we're going to have, like, Saturday uh, folding laundry Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. You know who is going to be afraid of that? The Muppets. (laughs) Because yeah. nobody Not, nobody wants to get pushed into a a, a oh, dryer yeah. and then know, yeah yeah except Boober except Boober Boober loves laundry Boober does love laundry yeah. I forgot about Boober yeah how dare I that's a good name that's it um, okay laundromat uh, Muppet movie building a puppet flying a plane inventing the plane please thank you forgive me yeah. inventing the plane you also get the opportunity to hear the JBs for the first <gasps> time red. 
uh, prepare to get electrified in your oh brains. Oh my god! And you have now. This is sort of funny. Ma- Mash, of course, stands for mansion, apartment, shack, or house. So you ended up with an apartment in Ireland. Oh, nice! <laughs> very working class. Nice. That's, that's very working class. <laughs> that's good. I like you, that. it's, but you could still be in the countryside. It could be like your apartment is above a sheep shearing. Sure. Shack. I say the more humble, the better. Great. I say that's. I want. I'm a man of the people. Great. No, listen. I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you, somebody who's a real man of the people, so to speak, mm-hmm. nobody has less pretension than Marianne from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. It's not Ginger. No. She's the down-to-earth one. Oh, yeah. So for your uh, brief sojourn with Marianne before you return to the relationship, I think we all prefer for you, which is Donna, yeah. uh, you can also enjoy hanging out with her. She seems like she could guest star uh, pretty quickly and with the Muppets as well. I, I think if so. If she hasn't, uh, if she didn't. Yeah. Um, uh, so that, my friend, is your MASH future. Nice. I'm very excited about the outcome. Thank you. Um, will you tell everyone where they can find you online and uh, because they're uh, an opportunity to feel joy and be tickled by the wonderful things that you observe and write about, etc. Sure. Um, and tell people about um, getting your music and stuff. Sure. Um, my website is an ugly name. It's music. Dot, or if you go to mikeferman.com, spelled like it doesn't sound, mm-hmm. uh, P-H-I-R-M-A-N. Um, but the easier thing is, I think if you Google chicken monkey duck, it will take you to my site. And if that doesn't, uh, just, I mean, like you can do chicken monkey but duck. Mike Furman, but here's what I would say. Mike Furman is spelled exactly the way you would imagine it. If you just wanted to be a little fancier. Right. You know what I mean? It's not, you're not, it's not like it's F it's not like P H E R R M A N N. Like it's right. some crazy German name. Right. It's just, it's, it's like, it's like you would think, but they're just, you know what? Swap it out. Treat yourself. Right. Treat yourself to a pH. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, I paid the extra 30 cents and I got That's a, right. uh, I got That's a right. large. That's yeah. right. Um, and then uh, on Twitter and stuff. Uh, at firm. At P-H-I-R-M. P-H-I-R-M. And these days my uh, I'm more on Instagram, like M firm. Okay. Um, then and either way, you could do Mike Furman Twitter yeah. or Mike Furman Instagram. But if you, yeah, you just basically MikeFurman.com. Great. Like everybody. Great. I can't recommend it more strongly, guys. Thank you. Um, there is one last piece I absolutely did not warn you about, but I think you'll be okay, question mark. Okay. Which is that because this is the Boys of Summer series, I yeah. do ask that uh, my male guests sing a snippet of Don Henley's Boys of Summer. Just oh, wow. a little, Just a little snippet. Just a little snippet. Uh, Whatever comes to mind. Is that the summer is gone? Mm-hmm, 100%. So, Love was what did I know? My love for you will still be strong after the boys of summer have gone. You have basically perfect, perfect pitch, if not literal perfect pitch. So every time I hear you sing something in my mind, I always think, I wonder if I played it right now, if it would start at exactly the same key that you're just saying it in. I used to have to do that if I wanted to know what a note was. I can't just be like, that's an E. Well, yeah. But there are people that can do that. They can be like, that ceiling fan is an A. Yeah. Um, But... I usually would reset, uh, I could go relative, and if I can hear uh, Enter Sandman in my head, uh-huh. I'm like, that's a G, or an E. I, can't, I haven't done it all the time. But I used, yeah. to, I used to be like... Yeah, yeah. 
that's a good that's a good reset yeah. speaking of resets there are two things that i always think about you uh i think about you more often than you realize because whenever someone ever brings up singapore or comes up in conversation <laughs> i always imagine i thought he's out of pretty good <laughs> and <laughs> by menon like oh, anytime yeah. i see that brand yep. i always because that's your oral your oral palate cleanser yep. right yeah. if you have yep. a song stuck in your head like I did with Morrissey this morning. Yeah. I can just think of the little, from old commercials for Menin deodorant. Bye, yep. Menin. taught me the, bye, Menin. It's yeah. just catchy enough to where you'll do it a couple times, but there's nowhere you can go with it. It so won't it, stay. It, yeah. That's great. Yep. Um, all right, guys. I will talk to you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much, Mike Furman. Thank you. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by The Amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.